0: Hello and welcome to AIO Audio News. Today I have with me Gianna, who is known as Monica Stone on the Town of Odyssey message boards. And are you on the soda shop as well, uh, Gianna? Uh,
1: I am. I'm not.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. But um, welcome to Audio News. Glad to have you here.
1: Wow. I am. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> and um, I invited Gianna today because of her thoughts on the Rival Revelations, parts one to three. I think you've had very, very concise thoughts. I've agreed with all... A lot of what you said, and um, I wanted to to talk about the recording that I did with Phil Lawler um, back mm-hmm. – this was uh, last Thursday. Today is August 4th, and we recorded it um, – I forgot what day that was. But the, the recording has not been released, and so we're going by what I've said in my recording. So I wanted to kind of go through and see your thoughts on what he had to say, and I'll clarify some things he had to say if you have any questions about – about it, and then we'll also go through um, just the episodes in general and the themes presented. So, Gianna, was mm-hmm. Maury right? No. From the good and people, was Maury was Maury right in what he did in manipulating?
1: No, his no.
0: So th- that's that is the question here. What what I've got from Phil and what Phil basically said is, what did Maury do wrong? There were no laws broken. Everyone performed admirably and Olivia rose to the challenge and made a a sacrifice to do what was right. And so since that was good and since everything was good, why can't you just think of Mori as someone who wants to bring out the good in people?
1: I mean, the way he went about it was just uh it was very manipulative and he he the way he went about it was sneaky. I don't like um the way uh, what Morrie has been doing is compared to what Wit does in the Imagination Station Adventures and just right, his inventions, right. I don't think that's a fair comparison.
0: Mm-hmm. And how is that? How is it different, though? Because could Wit have programmed the? Uh, could Wit have programmed further from the truth? Is the question?
1: I don't think Wit would have done what happened in Further from the Truth. I know he in in things not seen. uh, He does something kind of similar, but that episode kind of rubbed me in the wrong way, just with what Wit does personally for me. (laughs) But um, it wouldn't be in character for Wit to do that.
0: No, right. And the the question then is of Emily's consent, and that was something Mm -hmm. I brought up. And Phil said, "Well, you know, kids don't kids don't do they even have the ability to give give consent? Do they know what that means? No, they're just going to do it anyway." So if we're going to bring consent mm-hmm. into the picture, and I thought, well, that that doesn't completely make sense either. So, is that is that an element here that Maury's manipulations didn't uh, have the kids' consent, or is that even valid here as a point?
1: I mean, manipulation itself is just wrong. But um,
0: so how is it wrong? Uh, how is it different from what Wit does?
1: Whit, well, the way I like the way the Maury has has done things i see him he kind of does things to test people instead of the impression i get from him is he tries to test people rather than he doesn't really care if they i mean he wants to see if they will do the right thing but it's more of i want to test these people than i actually want to see them do the right thing because the right doing the right thing is what's right
0: right and it but i would i would again say that If you just want to test people, why is that- why is that a bad thing?
1: I have not broken down what makes every single action someone makes uh, or what Maury's made, uh, fundamentally right or wrong. I think, uh, (laughs) manipulation isn't a fair way to go about treating people or just, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I kind of get that. And do you want to go ahead, go through and break? Would that be easier if we broke down uh, Maury's actions in *The Good and People*?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I'm I have less problem with the Good and People than some of the other things he's done. But um, like, for example, I, I think what he did in *The Good and People* wasn't good, but it wasn't like on the same level as the escape room.
0: Right, and the escape the escape room is easier to argue. But with the Good and yes. People, that's I think the. The hardest one to mm-hmm. argue and so um, I think it would be helpful to to see if we can break down you know why exactly the good in people was yeah. bad, and yeah, so yeah. then we can pinpoint why the other episodes are bad as well um, yeah so, so do you want to start with that oh uh, sure okay so the first the first point is the call from Jordan Windward is that fraud
1: I don't know if it's legally fraud but oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I it probably it might not be considered fraud but um what he he they do it it's done in a way to manipulate Olivia and um like she she fully believes it and by the end like I think Maury Maury knew it could hurt her in the end but he didn't really care he just wanted to see how things would play out
0: right and if we're going with Maury's motives of he does have something else to hide, then mm. I guess maybe maybe he wouldn't care. But the question is, if we are taking the motives that he's given in that he really did want to try to bring out the good in her, would the manipulation still have been okay and acceptable?
1: I, well, my answer would be the ends don't justify the means. The be-
0: yes, yes, that's yeah, the th- point here. And that's, that's yes, the key yes. word. Is that, I mean... Um, Phil has brought out in our, our discussions that it seems like he's saying that the ends justify the means. That's what the good in people yeah. is. And that's what I brought out when I reviewed it, that Maury said, is is all of that good? So then instead of being suspicious of me, why can't you just think of the ends? And if we go through the means, um, there are problems there in that, mm-hmm. that my main thing is what if, what if it ended up badly? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Olivia's decision. Yes, Maury should yeah. not get the credit for Olivia's good decision. Phil no. says in our um, Phil says in our discussion, I I said that, well, uh, Emily was eventually the one that made the good decision, and Phil says right, but Maury made that possible, right? And I said, but Maury, sh-, and I didn't say this, but Maury should not get the credit for what Olivia did as good. He presented a moral dilemma to Olivia, and if Olivia had acted badly, if we are giving Maury the credit for creating the good situation, we should also give him the credit for creating a potentially bad situation so yeah i don't think he deserves credit for either so we can't take the end to justify the means in this part i think that's a pretty i Mm -hmm. don't know i think it's it's a pretty clear logical proof there Mm -hmm. um and the the question then becomes is he lying like another point was i don't know if you brought this up or somebody else did but with jordan jordan basically made a promise to olivia that he would pay for the rest of the money And let's say Jordan is an actor, that's fine. Maury is the one who made that promise to Olivia, and Maury broke his promise. Olivia fulfilled her promise, and Maury broke his.
1: Yeah, and no, because if it's so important, like, Olivia fulfilled a promise, why is it not equally as important if Maury fulfills a promise?
0: Right, right. And the question is, if Maury is trying to bring out good morals from Olivia— And we see that there's at least one case of a bad moral there that the manipulation resulted in deception and lying and breaking of that promise. Can we hold Maury to the same standard he's holding others?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Even though he's a non-Christian, we can still do that, right? Because he sees that the beliefs are good and he sees that the actions are good, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this is a direct quote from Phil Lawler. First of all, I question how serious the trauma actually was. That's a direct quote from him. And oh. I don't know if he's playing devil's advocate, but how would you respond to that?
1: In what you said, like when in your original post where you posted whether Maury was right, he kind of, I, uh, he counter, uh, he counter argued with like, well, don't um, wits inventions and programs cause trauma. And I don't like the idea of justifying um, someone mm-hmm. Causing trauma in any situation.
0: Um, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call this out right here. Phil used this several times throughout the the interview or the review, and mm. um, it's called it's a two-quote fallacy. Um, are you familiar with that?
1: Um, I have not heard of it.
0: Okay, it's where um, you say, hey, you can't do that, and the other guy says, well, you do it, so why can't oh. I do it? Um, and the point of that is, it's only valid if it's a good action. So if I say, mm-hmm. "Hey, you can't you can't eat those jelly beans." And you say and you say, "Well, you say eating jelly beans is good, so why can't I eat the jelly beans?" Um, so that's that's good. But if you say, "Hey, you can't um, you can't steal that." Well, you like stealing that, so why can't I steal it? Because we both agree that stealing is wrong, and that's the point. So with yeah. this, it's the argument can be conceded and ended with just saying, "Well, both of them are wrong. Mori is wrong and Wit is wrong." So that doesn't justify what Mori's doing by what Wit is doing. But if we can, but there is a way to, for us to explain why what Wit is doing is right, and I think that um, maybe maybe Phil's even inaccurate in saying that Wit does the same thing because I don't recall any Imagination Station adventure where a character genuinely thought they were going to die, and Phil mm-hmm. said that in the in the the recording. And sometimes they think they're gonna die in there; they really do. End quote. So can you think of an episode where that happened?
1: No, I can think of times where like someone's been like grabbed by the arm or something, but that is not comparable at all.
0: And even so, all the episodes I could think of are ones where the characters entered the station voluntarily, mm-hmm. except for things not seen. And that's the only problem here. And no one thought they were going to die in that episode. Yeah, no. That's part of it. So I was talking to my aunt about this and she said that if you're, um, it's a near-death experience. And it doesn't matter whether she was really near death. That doesn't help. The trauma she was going through at the time is the trauma that will stick with her. The knowledge that she wasn't in any real danger after that does not negate the what she went through. And it's very serious.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't want this to happen in future episodes, but I don't want it to be like, Well, Emily, it wasn't real, so get over it, because I would have serious problems with that. <laughs>
0: And Phil said in the in the interview that Wit had control over the situation. If it went too far, he would have stopped it. Wit is playing Maury's game. Wit yes. says at the end, Maury says at the end to bring out the good in people, eh? And Wit says, yeah. And that's our confirmation from our main moral, moral guidance on the show. Although he's flawed, he is clearly believing that Maury is right. Can you see it that way?
1: Yeah. I, no, I... I At the end of part two, um, Witt and Maury have that conversation where Maury asks, so if you do uh, things with your stations to try and bring out the good in others, what's wrong with what I did? And I, I initially liked that scene a lot because I thought it was really interesting and I w- was excited to see how they would continue. I have a more cynical view of it now that I realize it's kind of just possibly justifying Mori did what Maury did by comparing yeah, what yeah. he did to Witt.
0: Mm-hmm. and in our interview phil says that the conversation at the end of part three was the conclusion to wit and maury's talk in part two mm. that they are linked that way and it's not the right answer to just no. say i give up wit is doing the same thing that maury is so maury's right is not the right answer and these episodes have to stand on their own a future mm-hmm. episode that comes out and uh kind of says nope um it's actually different and Wit is actually doing something different from Mori, um, basically negates part three because part three stands on its own in the in the moral that it presents. Would you Would you agree with that? Yeah. I don't know. As of now, is this what Phil actually believes, or is this what is this what Focus is presenting here as the
1: moral? I'm kind of confused. But why, why that moral? And like, yeah. well, I think <laughs> I have a reason. I think I have an
0: explanation for it. Phil and seeing after the writer's ruse saw, Oh wait, we're just going to do another cliche bad guy. Come on. We can't do that. So, so... he made Mori the good guy um, unbeknownst to us and the good in people. And the rest of the saga is Mori being the actual good guy. I mean, he has flaws and he is sinful in nature. As Phil said that mm-hmm. his, if Mori's enjoying what's going on in the escape room, well, he can still be sinful, but his actions are good and his ends are good. And his means are good. And, that is not the correct path to take because it had the unintended consequence of making Maury the moral authority, and it it puts down wit as the moral authority. And also, I was thinking about this today. Where is good wins over evil in all this? Hmm. Is wit our our main moral guidance has been defeated by by Maury, and are we looking to wit too highly? Because I'm siding with Emily here. I'm thinking Emily is actually right. Me too. And if if the if the if the, the perspective is that. This episode is morally ambiguous. You can take it whatever way you want to. Then I'm going to side with Emily. But if the perspective is here that this episode is not morally ambiguous and there is actually a moral we're trying to present here, then the the episode is wrong. And and either one of those, I think that Emily is right in this episode.
1: Oh, me too. 100%. I, yeah.
0: One thing that Phil brought up, and I know I've done a lot of talking here, so sorry if I've kind (laughs) of cut you off. Um, But one thing Phil brought up is that it's possible that Witt could have talked to Emily's dad um, like after the escape room and got his okay f- to let further from the truth happen.
1: Um, I haven't thought about that from that perspective. It kind of changes it a little if um, a
0: little, yeah,
1: a little if Simon Jones knew, cause he knew what, like, I think the, um what happened with the uh, cobble box could have very easily been traumatic but because of Emma, who Emily is and she likes this kind of stuff it was not uh, I hmm I'd have to think about that one
0: yeah and part of that is that if so Phil was saying two things here and I think the episode is also saying two things here Um, in mm-hmm. that Maury's manipulations are kind of um, going against people's wishes in some way and yes the um, if Emily, if he was treating Emily with maturity and treating the characters with maturity, he would let them make their own decisions like wit does in allowing them in the imagination station. Um, so the episode and Phil is kind of saying, well, these are kids. They don't have the authority to, or they don't have, not the authority. They don't have the maturity to, to choose between these things. But um, what the episode is also saying is that these kids are special and that they have the mm-hmm. maturity to go through and understand and experience these adventures and to get into adventures that are not exactly tame, so I don't understand here: are they mature, or are they not mature?
1: Oh, I think the 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 point raised that uh, Emily and Maury and Susie are special at the end was part of a way of trying to justify everything that happened, but I can it, it, I can see it it easily undoes it, what it's trying to push.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get more i mean i'm hoping we'll get i'm trying to get as many people in on this discussion as i can so um i appreciate you joining uh today it's been it's been interesting to to get your your thoughts on this um and maybe we'll hear from more more from phil about uh more of his side maybe i'll ask uh, some of the other writers about it as well i don't know um uh i guess we'll i guess we'll call it uh call it a day here and i'll maybe i'll join the 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 soda shop not the soda shop the the town of odyssey boards again to um to share my thoughts again after after all this but um yeah in the meantime, it was great to, great to hear your perspective in audio. Thanks for, uh, thanks for sticking through it with me. Oh, no problem. All right, you're listening to AIO Audio News.